Welcome back, guys. My name is Dimitri Sebastian. And I'm Wes Kendall. And we are back in session where your fitness and lifestyle questions are answered and bro science is put to the test. Hey guys, welcome to our before New Year's episode. We are going to go over some wrapping up the year notes, uh, talk about goal setting, uh, how to have well-rounded goals, what types of goals to set, and also uh, what we're going to be trying to get after in this new year. So stick around for the end. Also, we have two listener questions and we'll get you on the episode. Yeah. Look, look at the way that I glisten. I saw me tripping. Put it in gear if you gave me permission. Gave her some bash She walked out the clinic. Now she's gonna be so for a little minute. Not that it's a witness. Relentless. I gotta wrap it. I've been so dispensable. Got your girl thinking that wishing that we could just Here I am. Go I'm driving to your place today. Yes. Stop by the gas station. Need to grab myself a drink. Grab myself a protein cookie because we're lifting after this. Mm-hmm. And as I'm about to go in, I see a guy walk out. Yes. And I thought to myself, this is an absolute unit because he's, he's a big guy in a fat way, kind of like, like big and belly, man. but still like big shoulders. Like in his day, he was a monster. Like, yeah. And he's a very old and he's got in his hands, the gas station bagged hard boiled eggs. He's got like six right. of those. Like in the liquid. Yeah. In the yeah. liquid in a plastic bag. So it's hard boiled egg that's skinned. It's in a bag. So he's got six of those. Yeah. And he's got two monsters. Wow. And he walks out. And he's like got like the cleanest minivan I've seen in God knows how long. Mm-hmm. He's walking by, stops, looks at the front of his car, like notices like a smudge, fixes that, goes inside. And I'm just like, that guy is the least put together, most put together guy I've seen in a long time. Yeah. It's like he he cares about that, but he doesn't care about the gas station eggs. Exactly. Like know? he looks like shit. Like, again, looks like he could probably still throw like a hay bale. Yeah. I mean, probably throw me. He's a pretty big guy. Yeah. But, like, he looks like shit. He's eating six hard-boiled eggs, two monsters. He cares about the cleanest car. But it made me think about, you know, we're going into the new year, and mm-hmm. you walk, I walked in here, and you're like, how about a new year episode? And I was like, that guy is the embodiment of what I think most people end up doing for mm-hmm. new year, new me, <laughs> yeah. is they pick a thing, and then they address nothing else. Yeah, I, I get that. That's a good point. So he's like, care, clearly cares about his vehicle. The rest of his life is in shambles. So we did want to talk about today, mm-hmm. what is actually good goal setting for a new year, new me kind of thing. Right. And uh, this will be, we're rolling into our second year back in session. I know. It's, we're officially in the two-year mark, not only in the years, but in the uh, calendar as well. Exactly. So this is exciting. And I think we've talked about, I think we actually talked about this a year ago. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we started in November. Yep. And as most of you should know, our last New Year's wrap-up was not that great, so we got to beat it this time. Oh, easy. Well, yeah. you, you set the bar very low. I can we beat did. It. I can beat up that toddler. Um, <laughs> I said that I hate New Year's resolutions, and I have not altered my opinion, but I've altered my communication. Yes. Because we've decided that if it works for you... Then you can do it. Then you should do whatever who we, works. Who are we to hate on that if it's working? Who are we? We are we, and we hate on everything. Yes. But... well. No, you, you don't do. have to listen to us. <laughs> That's a lie. Wes is actually positive. So I, I wanted to toss the ball over to you. Yes. Because you actually are good at setting goals and achieving them. Well, I, I know a lot about them. doesn't mean I'm good at it, but that's I've watched it is you part of my goals. job. I've watched you. Thank you. And if, if your New Year's resolution is to get with five star, you're in the right place. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll help you set your, your fitness goals. So yeah, I am a, I, I am a, uh, I'm coming into my new year. 2020 has been terrible, having a bad time. How should I roll into my new year? 
Well, you can, you know, see what you didn't like about how the last year went. Coronavirus. That you can control. (laughs) (laughs) That you can... (laughs) Key clarification there. That you can control. Yeah, exactly. So I was making a joke. It's like, you know, if you're trying to look better and it's like, well, you can't work out your face. So sometimes <laughs> you just have to focus on what you can't control, work out your body. I mean, the joke is there, but it is kind of real because there's a lot of people who get yeah. hung up on stuff like that. They're like, oh, yeah. well, I'm ugly or stupid or this, any other. It's like, yeah. hey, look, man, like fix what you can fix. Yeah. Like, like it, nothing it's, can do about that. it's fine. Like if you don't have a leg, mm-hmm. nothing about the new year is going to help out with that. Right. Yeah. That's so I yeah. think that's a good start. Yeah, it is a good start. Um, I think there's also, like, you can be strategic about it. I like the idea of, you know, pick an impossible goal and then you can try as hard as you can. And then if you don't make it all the way, you made it so far. I think that's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. But I think that can be a little bit, uh, I guess, reckless. Or it mm-hmm. could be a little bit uh, limited, not in, like, how far you can make your progress, but in, you know, keeping an eye on everything else. Maybe that puts a differentiation between aspirations versus goals. So having, you know, the whole concept of shoot for the stars, land on the moon. Yeah. So if your aspiration is to be CEO yes. and you end up as director, mm-hmm. it's pretty goddamn good. Yes. If your goal is to be the biggest business in the whole wide world, the next Walmart, mm-hmm. but you have like a good store, pretty good. But yeah. then when you look at that from, a, I want to be a hundred pounds lighter in six months. Right. Okay. Well, there's a way for us to try and make that happen. Six months is probably not very realistic. Mm -hmm. Um, And in the quest to get that, you could end up causing more harm than good. So Mm -hmm. shooting for the stars is good for very large goals. I like what you said about the aspirations. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's, you could be aspired to, you know, be a movie star someday or something like that. And it's like, you don't have to be a movie star by the end of the month. Yeah. But if you end up, it's a, it's, it's the whole thing of like, don't, uh, don't limit yourself, mm-hmm. but when you're talking about like goals that are like within like a year, and we'll talk about lengths of types of goals. Yeah, it, the, the shorter the distance on time for that goal, you have to start being really realistic. Yeah, you absolutely do. Um, that's I think the shorter term the goal is, the more realistic you need to be. You know, like I've heard it described of you know because a lot of people in my industry, in the fitness industry, or you know the bodybuilding world they have like a show date or Mm -hmm. like a photo shoot or something that, you know, that's a set in stone goal right there. You know, you can't be like, oh, well, hopefully I get, you know, (laughs) as close to in shape as I need to be. But if I don't make it all the way, then I still made a lot of progress. Well, if you have a paid photo shoot or you're an athlete who, you know, is getting paid to compete, then it's like you have to make it. Exactly. But from a positive standpoint, like you said, so the, the shorter the timeline, the more grounded you need to be in reality. Mm-hmm. If you are very grounded in reality in the short term, your long-term aspirations that are maybe perhaps a little bit more like ahead in the clouds way mm-hmm. become more likely oh, to yeah. be successful. As long as your short-term goals and your long-term goals are in line with each other. Because yeah. if you're like, I want to be a bodybuilder, and then your short-term goal is to be a competitive eater, probably not going to line up very well. <laughs> but so what are some like time frames for like, so we're growing into the new year. It's mm-hmm. easy to say like, uh, there's easy ones like, Oh, I'm going to quit smoking. I'm going to stop yelling at my husband. I'm going to yeah. stop. I don't know. The random things that are kind yeah. of like uh, out there, but they're just yeah. like making conscious quick changes and then like maintaining them. Those are obviously like lifetime decisions. Like I'm not going to yell at people. I'm not going to smoke. Those are long-term things, but if we're talking about like a shorter goal. 
like lose this amount of weight, uh, gain this amount of muscle, blah, blah, blah. What does that kind of look like? I think, uh, wait, so you're asking more like what types of goals, you know, or how long? Both. Both. Okay. Both. (laughs) Um, Okay. Well, let's see. I would say that for how long, think of it like in habits, you know, it's like, that's what your goal, if it's a 30 day goal or like anything less than a year long goal, what Mm -hmm. you're doing is you're setting a goal to do a a habit consistently. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I want to not smoke, you know, so instead of your habit would be like, I'm going to chew bubble gum instead. You know, that's your goal is to chew bubble gum instead of smoke for 30 days. That does work. You met your goal doing that, you know? It helps a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Or if it's like, um, you know, fitness goal, then you're setting the habit to do your cardio five times a week or something like that. Mm -hmm. That's what your your habit and your goal coincide and they're the same thing. Now, um, what I think those daily habits and those small short-term goals equal out to like a long-term result. You know, that's why I like to have, and I put in here a 30, 90, one year, and then like a long-term goal. And the, I forgot to put in there daily goals as well, because yeah. that equals up to making it to your 30-day goal. So um, you can go as far as micro scale on that. Like I've even, you know, had people, or I've kept a journal where I'm like, I have to hit these three things every day in order to hit my 30-day goal. Mm-hmm. And then that's like an easy way to, stay accountable and stay on top of it. So it's like, say you have a daily goal that you have to meet that allows you to accomplish your 30 day goal, which if you hit your 30 day goal and then you continue to hit that level, then you hit your 90 day goal. And then if you hit your 90 day goal and you continue to stay on it, then eventually you hit your year or long-term goal. So that like, that's how it should be laid out. Well, and uh, there's, so there's two ways to plan that because you can go chronologically forward. Yes. And then you have the army that loves oh, yeah. what's called backwards planning. True. And for a long time, I really, really, really hated backwards planning and the mm-hmm. concept of it because it was explained to me by someone who was not good at teaching it. Mm-hmm. The idea for backwards planning uh, is it, it's uh, counterintuitive for a lot of people, myself included, mm-hmm. but now I get it. It's like you pick, you find where you need to be. Like I need to get to California. Right. So uh, you, when you're taking a trip, you'd go, okay, I start here and then this is how I get to California. Mm-hmm. So that's easy because it's physical. Yes. But if you're thinking, okay, I want to lose 30 pounds. Okay. The goal is 30 pounds. Yes. What do I got to do to get there? And you start working backwards. You start, mm-hmm. you start with, okay, from that point, I'm going to want to start really tuning in my diet. Then you go back a little bit more. It's like, okay, I'm really mm-hmm. doing my cardio. Going right. back even more, it's like, okay, I'm going to cut out junk food. Going back even more, I'm going to cut out soda. Right. It's not always the easiest thing to do, but it creates mm-hmm. a way of saying, this is my goal, and I'm going to walk it down. What are all the steps? To the, yeah. to the easiest part possible. So there's multiple ways to do it. If right. you find that you haven't been successful in setting these goals, try and start backwards. Like, where do you want to be? Where are you at right before then? Where are you at right before then? And if mm-hmm. you just keep asking, and then... And then, and then eventually you're going to just get to where you are currently. And then you have a very good roadmap. I feel like, uh, what you're saying sounds really useful for like those, like goals where you have to hit a certain, you know, number or timeline mm-hmm. or something. And it's like, Hey, I have a, a wedding in like three months and I have to be able to be in yep. shape for it. So it's like, at that point you have to plan all those steps. You backwards. can like use a calendar at that yeah. point. You can say like, if you can say, okay, 
the healthy way to lose mm-hmm. weight, no more than two pounds a week. Right. The wedding is in six months. Yeah. So you get a calendar and you say what your weight mm-hmm. should be at on each of those weigh-in days, air quotes. Right. So that is a way that you can say, like, if I am at this point, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. I like that. Hell, you're welcome, guys. You're welcome. <laughs> Free chicken. Yep. So cool. Yeah, and then I think that goes along with, like, you have to know, you know, obviously what you're doing. If it's your first time trying out, like, oh, I'm going to cut for this show. You, you can't effectively do a really good, like, goal or map on that if you've never been through the steps before because things will come up that you don't anticipate. So I feel like uh, if you're taking, like, a, a goal on that is new to you or is something that you have no experience in, definitely give yourself a buffer. You know? Well, uh, another thing, I, I, hate yeah. the, I hate the Army, but they teach me yes. this. Uh, <laughs> rehearsals yes that's a thing and, and the thing is, so people think rehearsal they think like okay and if you've been in the army you know exactly what i'm talking about you guys walk from place to place pretending you're doing the thing and everyone's yeah. bored and this sucks but in real life you can say i want to go on stage mm-hmm. not just for the sake of confidence i want to win right so what do you do you can if you're willing to plan out far enough you can get yourself prepped for the stage without the plan of actually being there you set a date mm-hmm and then you like have a coach to teach posing stuff and you yeah. get there and you say, where are we at with the coach? And the yes. coach will say, we're on the money or we're not. Right. And then that can, from there, you can say like, oh, if I'm on the money right now, I can pick up the next nearest show. Oh yeah. And if you're not, then you say, okay, but we're most of the way there. It took, it took us this long to get to this point. Now we know judging for the show. Based off the yeah. math, the times. So now you can set a further out one. Mm-hmm. So you can do that with a lot of things. We did that with even the podcast here. It's like yeah. we did like a test run. That's true. And we were like, okay, this is some things I needed to fix. Yeah, we we recorded like six episodes before we even published a single one. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, uh, it, it's that goals suck <laughs> because it's a lot of mental work <laughs> they're so easy to not achieve and the yeah. hard thing is achieving them mm-hmm. but if you make them into small easy goals then it makes more sense yep yeah i like that um another important thing is choosing the small important pieces that you can tolerate doing because yeah. that's the thing is like you know if you don't pick the right small habits small daily habits then you're going to be forcing yourself to do things that you hate doing and over time you will fail at doing well yeah it's like oh i'm gonna be a vegan yeah it's It's like like, if you hate vegetables probably not the right route yeah because that's your reality now there's other ways to lose weight and if that's something you hate is eating a lot of vegetables Mm -hmm. then maybe there's a better way to do it or it's like oh i got told that i can lose weight swimming Mm -hmm. i hate swimming yeah there are other ways (laughs) you don't have to do it the best way to do it is even if it's less efficient is the one that you like doing because it's not about efficiency it's about consistency yes which rhymes which is great oh yeah are we gonna mention smart goals again this year um like we i guess (laughs) what might as well i don't think we need to like teach them how to do it Let's like see. last year but yeah you can definitely throw so smart goals specific in there. yeah measurable attainable relevant and time bound yes if you want to make a good goal make it smart i'm, I'm, I'm throwing a you thumbs up you guys can't smart. see it next year maybe we'll have to we'll, we'll have a, you can actually see me doing the thumbs up yes but the uh one of our goals <laughs> we'll talk about that <laughs> the uh if you can it's this again this is all shit you learn like at you know high school community college uh college Army, army wherever you go like yeah it's just dumb not fun 
like, oh my God, my eyes are rolling in the back of my head, goal setting classes mm-hmm. that you had to take at some point. But like, yeah, your intro to university class. Yeah, whatever. right. Yeah. How to succeed. Yeah. Like, so you can keep paying us money. Yeah. Uh, they, they are, they have a point. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it keeps it relevant. Um, kind of like what we were going to talk about on like having a well-rounded goal. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, you should t- also take it to another level in like, just like you said, the dude in the gas station who his car and his house is probably pristine and everything is clean, but he's not taking care of his body or his health. I love that, man. You know, it's like also be <laughs> well-rounded. And, and I like to do the, um, I guess, the box uh, format where it's like the four sides of a box where each side represents a different part of your life, one being mm-hmm. finances and your work, another one being like spiritual health, another one being physical and mental health, and the other one being like your family relationship health. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you're not setting goals in all four of those areas, then you're going to be very unbalanced. You're going to be lopsided at some point. It's because a lot of people focus on one thing. So like uh, one that's talked about a lot in like media is like being a workaholic. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's other people who are like way too focused on social stuff. Like they're always broke because they're constantly going out and stunting and spending money. And uh, there's other people who, you know, I don't know if spiritual. I've never. Heard, I don't know anyone who's on overly just spiritual. Like super they just, zen they just become priests, and then that's like success in its own way. Yeah, and, uh, but <laughs> they like don't need the other ones after that. There's yeah. w- actually, I don't know. Like if you if you let like your own like prejudice get in the way of other things, like maybe you're delving too deep into like some uh, preference you have, and like yeah. you can't. You're just not willing to like work around people. There's there's ways in in any direction. Mm-hmm. You can over. I mean, we all know that guy who, like goes to the gym and like mm-hmm. he's like a total brick house, but like he can't speak to humans. Yeah. He spends four hours twice a day in there or something like that. Exactly. You know, like, like he, yeah. it's like he works in like construction. He lifts, he goes home, he sleeps, he eats out of Tupperware containers all day mm-hmm. long. Cause he's got a regimen and he looks like the Hulk, but mm-hmm. it's just like, I mean, if he's happy, great. Yeah. But if he's like, if you don't have, if you're unhappy, don't have a relationship like that. It's like, well, what that's are you doing to thing. make that happen? Yeah, if you're unhappy, that's when you really need to start working. Or if you're where you're, you don't need to be. We're not trying to like preach on people like, if you're not setting goals in these four areas, you're mm-hmm. wrong. It's like, no, this is for people who are, you know, looking for something more or are unhappy with where they're at. Yeah, there's yeah. like people I know that could be considered like stoner losers who have nothing going on and they are far happier than I am. Yeah. And I'm like, and I would never tell them to change their lives because as long as it's working for them, great. It, I mean, the long term, I have like my suspicions about whether or not that's maintainable. Right. But you know, if they're doing their stuff and they they know what they've got going on, then like, who am I to interfere with that? But if you're unhappy, make a change. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. new year. Now you're allowed to. You weren't allowed to change for the whole year, and now the universe is allowing you to. Now it's encouraged socially, <laughs> <laughs> right? So yeah, it's trendy right now. It's woke to to do it so well i mean of course and then like i remember last year yeah the gyms didn't even get that crowded they after didn't. new year's this year i think they will because everyone's fatter yeah yeah it is everyone's fatter although i'm i'm, I'm losing a little bit of weight looking a little snatched but the You're uh getting a head start on it bro <laughs> yeah but i think this year it actually is going to be bad because like mm-hmm. that corona 15 turned like a corona 30 for a lot of people yeah like everyone's looking a little fluffier did you know that oh fun fact fun yeah. fact uh, I think it's a uh, national cookie consumption mm-hmm. is up like 30%. That's pretty wild. This year, like 25 or 30. I can't remember. It might be world 30, uh, United States 25, but at least a quarter 
25% more cookies are being consumed this year. I'm not surprised, wow. but if you're feeling a little fat, I want you to look and ask yourself, how many, are you eating 25% more cookies? I want to know alcohol sales. <laughs> that's that's a good question. <laughs> I have been drinking way more this year than last year. Yeah. I, it's like, it's funny. Cause I was thinking about that. I was like, Oh, well I can't go to the bars, dude. I will drink at home. A little. I'm like, have you had Bud Light seltzers? No, I've seen the memes. They are, are way they, better than White Claws. They're better than White Claws. I'm Claws. locking it in. Okay. Because they're closer to a beer. Yeah. Because the White Claws too sharp. And then yeah. the, the Bud Light Seltzer's like has a like beer level. I almost feel like I'm drinking an energy drink when I'm drinking like a White Claw though. You know, it's like. That's true. Because it perks you up a little bit. Or just, I don't know. I, it tastes almost like those um, amino drinks that I used yeah. to drink. Bud Light Seltzer's, I like crushed like. Last time I drank, I might drink like six in like one sitting. you're really saving the rivers. Exactly. I love it. I love the rivers. That's why I do it. So, yeah. But, okay. So, we're back on track. What is a well-rounded goal? Uh, I was saying, I would say like setting goals in those four areas is a big way to stay well-rounded. Not in your goal, but in like your life. Um, Outside of that, like specifically being a well-rounded goal, I would say like one that Hits multiple marks, maybe. That is, like, well thought out. It's not like, I want to be Mr. Olympia by the end of the year. I would say it follows all the steps that we just talked about. Being Mm -hmm. a smart goal, you know, being simple enough where it can be done. uh, Not easy, simple. Um, And then also one that you feel like you could tolerate. I like be willing to do. I like that you clarified simple because I was thinking of what would be a well-rounded goal. I was just trying to think of an example. Yeah. And I thought to myself... A simple goal is get on a schedule. Yeah. Okay. Can you break that down further? Yeah, you can. Yeah. You need to get a calendar. Write down what you're supposed to be doing every day. Mm-hmm. Before The second you hear you're supposed to do something, you have a dentist appointment, add it to your calendar. Like, that's a simple thing. It's a, it, it, you, you really can't break it down further than get on a schedule, make a calendar, mm-hmm. plan it out your day. Because, I mean, I'm not the kind of person who plans my minutes, my hours. But by the day, make sure you have that stuff down. Keep it updated. Simple, well-rounded goal. Yes. And it'll improve all of your stuff. Because you, guess what? Now you know when you can hang out. Mm-hmm. Now you know, oh, shit, I, I don't have to get mad at my girlfriend because I'm have to. I'm late to the dentist that I was supposed to be at, but I totally forgot about it. Right. All, all of these things come together with a very simple goal. Yeah, it does. Uh, it makes it less room to mix things up and forget or mess up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cool. What do you think? Is it better to announce your goals or keep them to yourself? For me, it's better to announce them. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to actually let you, do you. Did you read the whole like study about it? Uh, no, no, I did not. There's a study on it. Okay. So they say that the reason um, announcing goals doesn't work mm-hmm. for, it, it's not good. They yeah. say the study says, our hypothesis is that announcing goals is bad. It's because what happens is, is you tell people like, I'm mm. going to lose weight yeah. and you get a dopamine hit because you're Oh, yes. I do remember hearing yeah. that. It, like it almost is as much of a dopamine hit as, as if you accomplish the goal. Exactly. It's like, makes you feel better about like not doing, not being there. I think we talked about this last year even. It shows how much we've grown as people. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so like you'll, everyone knows that person who's like, I'm like, they love, like, I, I, I'm not even going to, I will obviously not name the person, but you and I know of an individual mm-hmm. who is uh, on a fitness journey. 
mm-hmm. I'm going to be very vague so they oh, can't, they can't I, find their I way to me. Know You'll know what I'm talking about. I already about. know who you're talking about. But they posted <laughs> a shit ton for a while. Yeah. And now it's kind of gone a little bit dark. You still see stuff sometimes. Yeah. But the thing is, there was a specific... Is it a throwback? Is it not? There was a specific date set for when they were supposed to achieve their goal. And it's I think it's actually coming up fairly soon. Yeah. And we're just not kind of seeing it. So, But I think the the individual is getting a lot of positive reinforcement. Yeah. Which is great. You guys are awesome friends. All of you should support your friends. Yeah. But with that said, Mm -hmm. every time you support them... You should also like hold them accountable because now you're just giving them dopamine hits. You're basically just giving them like you're like their heroin. Like, you're needle, great. You're okay. Punching love into them, which they are. But it's like if they're trying to make it to their goal, then it can actually like make them feel like they don't need to do more to accomplish it. Exactly. Like yeah. your friend's goal is to lose ten pounds. They're halfway through their time frame. They've lost none. It's like mm-hmm. hey, uh, kind of falling behind on this, huh? Like, is there anything yeah. I can do to help? So I don't. I I'm fine with announcing my goals because my brain doesn't produce serotonin um so i don't get any benefit from telling you something but what it does do for me is it creates an immense amount of anxiety (laughs) so then you feel like i i feel worse if i don't achieve it now because you know about it yeah so for me that works that's just that's a that's shooter's choice so some people if you if you find that you're the kind of person who's like if i tell someone i'm going to do something now i have to do it because they're going to think i'm an asshole unless i if i don't Mm-hmm. If you're the kind of person who like you tell people stuff and then you just float through your merry way and you don't mind it, potentially keeping it to yourself and internalizing that and making it your own thing so that you can pop out of the woodwork and say, hey, look what I did. And then you get like <clears throat> that flood of dopamine of like not only your own self-actualization and achievement, but other people being like, holy shit. Yeah. That's that's I would say that's better. What about you? What do you prefer? Um, I feel like you need to at least go through the process of like, if, as if you were to tell somebody your goals, like in a thought out professional sense. So I would like to say like, maybe there should be one person in your professional life that you should tell this to, because there's a great value in going down to the smallest detail on what your plans are for your goals. Because mm-hmm. like, if you're just like, well, it's better not to tell people my goals because then, you know, I won't get the dopamine hit and I'm more likely to hit it. But you skip the the task of planning, mapping out, and detailing your goals and exactly what you want out of your goals. Then what you're doing is you're you're skipping a very crucial and important step. I I like what you said, saying that it was a, a professional relationship. Yeah, because I w- don't like telling my mother about my goals, not yeah. because I don't want to share information with her. But because I know that she's going to hype me up on it. Yeah, she's going to be like, you can do anything. No matter you what know, I do. Like, yeah. So I don't like sharing it because I'm like, look, I don't I don't need a cheerleader. I need someone to hold me accountable. Mm-hmm. And you can either do that through a coworker, perhaps, that you think is good a or peer. Boss. Like, actually, yeah. I a, my boss was actually really great about that. Like, yeah. I, I told him, like, a goal of mine, and he, like, was forcing me to fall through it. I was like, I didn't. No, this is going to happen. <laughs> but <laughs> Stop holding me accountable. It's like, um, damn it, you're doing what I, what what I need. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you have a friend that is a bit more pragmatic, like yeah. they're, sometimes it's good to have the naysayer. Like if you have a friend who's just like pokes holes and stuff, yeah. like haters make me famous. If you have a friend who you do like, it's not someone who's like a friend of me, yeah. but they are the kind of person that likes to poke holes and shit. That's mm-hmm. actually a good person to present a plan to because you're gonna be like oh well, you're gonna lose this 10 like shark tank me right next now week. you ready you're exactly. mark cuban here's my plan exactly yeah and then they'll be able to help you because you want the holes poked or yeah. better yet 
Um, another plug for West, which can keep doing this all day. Um, you can like get with a trainer for yeah. like one round and then tell them what you want to do and talk it about. And like, honestly, they like that. Cause even if you don't work with them, yeah, they got the seed in your mind. They got the claws in you. Yeah. They, so the, the percentage chance you stick with them, this, that, and the other. So it's not like you're wasting their time. Yeah. They just, they like the opportunity to talk to you so that they can even have the opportunity to like well, tell you what they can do. They should be trying to know where you're headed anyways, or else what they're doing with you isn't specified for you. Exactly. So it's like, that should yeah, be part you get of there the process like, anyways. Here's yeah. your workout. It's like, I didn't even get to talk to you. Like, that's yeah. not a good place to go. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. if like, find, find a trainer, find a coworker, talk to your boss, Yeah. talk to a friend who's going to hold you accountable. Yeah. Uh, just anyone, it's like, if it's your husband, your kids, your whatever, your wife, mm-hmm. and all these things, it's like, if you, it's if people who like cherish and love you mm-hmm. and they want all the best things, you aren't always the best people to like go to for to be hard on you when you for about this yeah exactly yeah so i think that's important um if you don't do that another you can you can keep yourself accountable in ways in like shit some of the most dedicated and like successful people out there just did it by themselves you Mm -hmm. know like michael jordan or you know all these other like bill gates all these people who kind of just like did their own thing um but i'm sure they had some type of method to keep them accountable, whether it being like a journal, you know, an outside coach and accountability group, or even like, you know, some type of calendar, you know? Well, okay. Before we roll into that. Yeah. Because we're, we'll talk about the forms of accountability. Yeah. A lot of people seem to assume people like, uh, I'm leaning towards basketball right now. So Michael yeah. Jordan, Kobe, they're like, yeah. Oh, they were born this way. They're freaks. Like they yeah. had it in their mind since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. Yeah. We're, we're going to throw a perhaps out there. Yeah. But the vast majority of really driven, successful people, ha- just if you look at them, have good, like, coping mechanisms, good work ethic. Mm-hmm. These aren't things that you roll out of the womb being like, no baby rolls out of the womb. Like, you know, you got to be up at 5 a.m. so that you can hit that run before work. Yeah. What, what? Yeah. <laughs> That's baby. The uh, They either got that from someone in their family. Yeah. Or they... It's either learned or developed. Exactly, time. learned yeah. or developed. Uh, yeah. I mean, I personally, most of my good traits for accountability are from the military. Mm-hmm. A lot of people it's from their parents. Right. A lot of people, some people do develop themselves just by watching things, but the concept of you are born with accountability, mm-hmm. is, it's bullshit to me. Yeah. There's a lot of things I'll blame on genetics. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to sit there and be like, oh, never be Arnold Schwarzenegger because my genetics. Like, I'll sit there on that freaking curb and cry with you all day and agree. Mm-hmm. But when you talk about accountability or discipline stuff, like, that's, if it's like, oh, well, I wasn't born with that in my head. It's like people say, like, oh, I'm naturally bad at math. Like, no, you just don't do math. <laughs> yeah, I, can, I think a lot of times it's an excuse. I mean, obviously, genetics are impossible to get around in some mm-hmm. scenarios, but there's always more that we could do and we can always try to be better at it. So it's like, why give up and have an excuse like, oh, they're just better than me because they're born with it. And it's oh, nowhere. It's so easy to make excuses. Yeah. And this is like my toxic trait is just like people who are like, oh, well, I'm just not smart enough. Like I have a thing and I can't do it. And it's like, yeah, I've, well, you should go to a doctor and yeah. like get diagnosed like for your benefit. Like there's things they can do for you. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, uh, it's like that. It's like, hey, look, dude, like, I went and got myself a diagnosis so that I can complain fully. That's yeah. like, I'm now allowed to fully complain. I, I usually don't. But yeah. it's like, hey, anytime I feel bad, I get that. I get a little bit of that. It's like, hey, you're, you're on life in a slightly harder mode. Mm-hmm. If, don't do shit like that. Like if you just, like, aren't good at something, like, creating 
things in your mind mm-hmm. that are like blocks. And you can do this with like fitness too. Like so many large people I know, mm-hmm. like, oh, well, I've got bad joints. It's like, no, your joints hurt because you're fat. <laughs> yeah, they don't know any different. It's like, yeah. my dad's got bad joints because he's in good shape and he fucking blows all of them out. Like he's like every single freaking tendon in his body is like from a pig. The, uh, <laughs> which is hilarious because he's a cop. But the, uh, it's so funny. It's it, these well, full circle back. The forms of accountability, just like if you start telling yourself you can't from the beginning, you won't. You're setting that expectation, which does way more to affect how you view the situation than you can ever think. Exactly. Yeah. So I personally like for accountability, I'm a list guy. Mm -hmm. If I know something needs, this is a very short term solution. Yes. I like to grab a piece of paper, line sheet of paper, and if I know these things need to be done. I like to write a list. So it's like your daily goals, right? Or exactly. a short-term goal, right? I like crossing things off. Yeah. Makes me feel good. Makes, mm-hmm. me, it makes me feel like I did something. So I cross things off my list. And that is like how I do things. Other people do stuff like, uh, do you journal? Um, I actually have one right over here that I just got for Christmas. So I'm going to try again. I've been successful at it for periods of time, but I've mm-hmm. never done it like forever you know so it seems like people are either journal people or they're not because i know some people who like have boxes full of journals that they've Mm -hmm. kept since like middle school Mm -hmm. and it's like it's it's so great and i think that's so cool i remember that was they they told me that in college like you should keep a journal i'm like why and like (laughs) well because if you ever need to uh have a biography written about you and i thought that was so stupid and it was playing towards like a freshman in college's narcissism yeah but i was like but thinking on it's just like that actually is really good to be able to look back and say, like, this is where I was mm-hmm. here versus now. Yeah, I think the one that I have is more like it breaks it down from, like, a weekly, daily, weekly, and then, like, a quarterly goal. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, it's kind of takes it back. You start, just like what you said, back planning. You know, you start at your end part for your three weeks or three months. Then it takes you back to, like, you know, each month along the way. And then you go as far as, like, three things you need to accomplish each day. So I feel like that is useful because what it makes you do is write down three things that you need that are going to contribute towards, you know, that long-term solution. Well, yeah, when you put it on paper, yeah, do it in ink. <laughs> yeah. You can't you can't take it back and right. you know if you failed or not. So it's like, because when you say to yourself... Because you're making the rules. Exactly. You make the rules. But yeah. if you wake up and say, I'm going to be, I'm going to go to the gym five days next week. Mm-hmm. And you just like toss that into the ether. Mm-hmm. There's nothing binding it. There's a, you can forget in 15 minutes, but if you like have a journal that you actually keep and use, it says it in there. And while you might turn a blind eye and be like, "Oh yeah, I totally didn't do that," but it, it, at the end of the day, it's there. It happened. You didn't do it. There was a failure, and it's accounted for. Yeah. So I think that's a good thing to, if you're a self accountability person. Yeah. Yeah. It'll definitely as long as you have some form. And that's like a, an effective way I've seen work. I've used it. I feel like it helps me the most when I have like a big project. Mm-hmm. But if it's like just normal life, it's not as effective for me um, as I'm more of like, I like to have a coach or accountability group. That's how I prefer to keep accountability. Now, I want to break those two apart. Yeah. Because I, I'm really good with one. Yeah. And fine with the other not <laughs> yeah. bad with either because it's funny because some people 
with a coach. It's that individual person. Mm-hmm. I'm held accountable. I'm either paying for it or I feel some kind of sort of kinship to them or relationship. If you have a really yeah. good coach, they'll build that, you know, rapport with you mm-hmm. so that you can feel a little bit of shame if you screw up. Yeah. If you're so that that's the benefits of a coach. It's mm-hmm. they're going to specialize with you. They're going to mm-hmm. do their best to hold you accountable. You are the client, so they're not going to like beat you up unless you pay them to. Yeah. Um, unless that's the kind of coach you got. <laughs> it's a type. The uh and they're going to help you adjust mm-hmm. as you go along if things right. aren't working. That's a, that's a really good benefit. So there are um, there are pros and cons of the coach thing. So if for your people like me, mm-hmm. and Wes can attest to this, I have like zero shame. <laughs> I like it's just like if like, he can't like really make me feel bad. <laughs> He'll be like, "You didn't do your abs," and I'm like, "Nope." And I'm just like you know doing like freaking. Uh, moonwalking out yeah it's just like i i'm living on my own planet 90 percent of the time so it's just like i i let go of these things like i still get good progress yeah. he's really good about quietly adjusting things <laughs> without me knows like he, he's like wow dimitri will not do 12 workouts in, in one go so like he reduced it <laughs> it's like now i do less and i get more things done yeah, like four workouts <laughs> exactly it's like i i too add to like get through that long of a workout it's like if i've been there for like an hour and a half like i'm i'm gonna like see something on tv and i'm like i'm leaving just superset everything then you'll get out of there quick exactly <laughs> and however so there's the accountability groups some people hate accountability groups yeah because they think it's cheesy and it's, gimmicky it's yeah. annoying we talked about crossfit yeah and, uh, also if you're listening right now and you're actually someone who listens to our whole episodes if yeah. that tuesday episode sounded like it was for last week you were right. Good catch. Yeah, yeah good catch. Good, good catch. catch. <laughs> um, but the uh, the accountability groups are like, re- some people just don't, like, they're not social. They don't like it. They don't want to feel like they're, like, mm-hmm. a part of this whole thing. It's, like, annoying. So for me, like, the CrossFit style one was, like, a little, was good. Yeah. But in, in a weird way, the Army PT was the best accountability group ever. It was, yeah. I never was afraid of missing PT mm-hmm. because it never appeared in my mind to not go. Like yeah. people all the time, like, oh, we'll get in trouble if I don't go. Like, I was like, that never crossed my mind. Like, oh, yeah. it's like how, like, like, I have to go. You exactly. Know? It was like, it was like high school for me. Like, I graduated high school with like a two seven. Yeah. I, but, it, but I know tons of people were like, oh, yeah, I skipped so much school. And I'm like, you skipped school? Mm-hmm. And they're like, dude, I'm like, did you not get a two seven? <laughs> I was like, no, all my friends were at school. So I would go to the school and fuck off <laughs> because yeah. I was hanging out with my buddies and leaving class at school. Yeah. Like, I was friends with security guards. So I like, get around easier. <laughs> the same thing for like PT. It never strikes me to not go because all my buddies are there. Right. And we're, it's like suffering in solidarity and all that stuff. And then if you want to not look like a shithead, you keep up because if you're falling out, now you just look like a dork. And yeah. So it's if for me, if you can find an accountability group for a person like me, is if you can find a group that makes you want to get better. Mm-hmm. You have people who are at the low end and the high end, so you, at no point are you, like, fully alone. It sucks yeah. to, like, join a group and, like, you're so far behind or you join a group or you're too far ahead. Yeah. You want a group with a nice... You, you don't even want people who are just as good as you. You want, like, people above you. You want to so range. You, yeah. You, so you have people to chase. Yeah. And people who you, you hold you accountable, they want you to get better, and you like them. That's, like, that's the kind of accountability group that I think most people should be looking for. And those are hard, man. They are hard to find. Like, being... A good if, accountability group? Oh, yeah. If you're not on active duty orders, if you're not in college, if you're not in school... Mm-hmm. Not on a team. Not on, like, a team. team. Internet sports is actually great. Actually, I'm, I'm glad you even mentioned that because it's a great mm-hmm. solution. It is really hard to find crews like that yeah. unless you do intramural sports. Or those are great. I know, I know some people who do that. 
um, CrossFit. Yeah. It, it's, it, it's hard. So you have to look. Five Star Fitness. Five Star Fitness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the, there's, actually, Five Star Fitness is a good example. You guys are so nice. One of your guys walked up to me yesterday, yeah. not like one of the employees. It was like one of the, the clients. clients, like one of the buffer guys, not the, the really buff guy. Yeah. Um, and I was like sitting there and I needed to do like incline bench yeah. and I wanted to do sixties and they just weren't there. And yeah. I'm just like standing there. I'm like, I am not ready to go up yet. <laughs> like, I am yeah. not warmed yeah. up. I don't know how long I stood there, but this guy walks up behind me with the sixties. She's like, you looking for these? <laughs> and I was like, I, I was, he's just like, I brought them just for you. <laughs> I was like, was I, it Chris Roger, the tall white I, guy? No, he was like, uh, he was like some kind of half. Maybe like half black, maybe. Oh, maybe. was it Justin, the Marine guy? I don't know anyone's name. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, he was, a, he was a client though, but he was a uh, he was he's That's nice. He's like I probably should, like he, you could tell that like he was not gonna bring them right away, but he just saw. Them. I don't know how long I was there, but I was like that is such a nice thing to do. Thank you. <laughs> the uh, but like so looking yeah, out. If you can find a group, and that works for you. Even if you have to pay like a fee, because if you're doing intramural, if you're doing like a training group, if mm-hmm. you're doing uh, CrossFit, like, yeah, yeah, a lot of it's going to be like a hundred dollars a month. Right. I mean, intramural sports yeah. are less bad. I don't know how much that costs. Um, I, I, they kept trying to recruit me and then finally I got fat enough where people stopped trying to get me to join the <laughs> intramural teams. They're like, Hey, eh, he doesn't look like he runs that fast anymore. <laughs> um, the, uh, it's, it's an unfortunate reality of like growing up is that like, and also if you like live in a town, like especially smaller ones, like Tucson size, or mm-hmm. like, uh, they have a lot of like Colorado, like there's like run groups, Oh, like yeah. free bike groups just like yeah i mean look online i'm sure you can find a bunch you can of find them. something yeah but i i personally i like the accountability group concept it's just it's a tough hurdle to get over especially if you're like have social anxiety and stuff mm-hmm. and you don't want to have a coach but like you don't eat the self stuff doesn't work very well right it's like go find just a group to choose any of these <laughs> just, just deal with it yeah like, that's the hardest part is with all of this is there's an inherently shitty thing about all of these forms of accountability. Right. It's what works for you. I like to do the one, I like to do accountability groups and coaches because I feel like when I finally do sign up for those, Mm -hmm. it's like at a point where I'm all motivated and stuff. I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, this will be a great idea. I'm all hyped and stuff. They keep the hype. Yeah. Oh, that's when I join is when I'm all hyped and Mm -hmm. ready. And then by the time I get there, I'm like, well, it's too late now. Exactly. I to, now I have to stick it out. That is. <laughs> and then it, I accomplish a lot. You know, it works. And if you want to be a good accountability buddy. Yeah. The, uh, if you're part of one of those groups and you're integrated and you're like doing that, like make people feel comfortable. Like yeah. make sure they feel welcome. If you see that they didn't show up one day on a day they're supposed to be there, shoot them a text. You're like, the fuck were you? That's like the things like about PT is like, mm-hmm. I, I like literally had like, like, horrible illness i almost died of like the flu and like, i had people like texting not me covid me. not COVID. this is like years Pre- ago, years ago guys. yeah, yeah. <laughs> before the, you know it was shameful to be sick yeah be, being sick is a bad <laughs> word yeah and i'd have people call me like where were you i was like dude i'm like sick yeah and like i'm sick and it's like no like genuinely and like yeah. Yeah. genuinely yeah and it's just like god <laughs> Is and it, like, but I knew a diaper that, to go with that. Exactly. Like that. But I knew that it was like out of like love and like yeah. wanting me to be better. And they'd just be like, okay, cool. Well, if you're sick tomorrow too, you know, get over it. Yeah. <laughs> this is again, but like before being sick was a problem. Like I, I, thinking back like the number of times that like I knew people 
and myself that went places sick. Yeah. Like you'd be like, you'd show up to like PT, you'd show up to work. It's like, oh, do you like shit? It's like, yeah, I don't feel so good. Yeah. And your manager would be like, hey, uh, you know, try and tough it out. If you're not feeling too well by like lunch, yeah. uh, I'll send you home. And, like they would yeah. like come by your desk like lunch. If you look like total death, I can't get out of here. Yeah. And otherwise, I'd be like, hey, I don't feel so good. You go, you go home. Nowadays, like, what? Like, what? You're you're sick? How dare you? Did you just sneeze? <laughs> it's it's so weird. Like going back, like I remember all the time. Like it'd yeah. be like we'd be running and like it's a very small anecdote. So so guys running, just like snot rockets, like out, like yeah, like like, like, like on the run. It, yeah, no, I, I would do that normal. I'm talking like a size of like half his sign. It's like he sneezes, just like brr, like yeah. out of yeah. his nose, and he's like pale white. I'm like. Bro, get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just stuff like that is so funny, but it's like, we don't do that anymore. We yeah, do, we're, we're, that's we're, part of the past. <laughs> we're, we're broken people. Pre-2020. So let's uh, let's start wrapping this up. Before the questions, <laughs> dude, <Sorry. laughs> I miss PTs. Like, I don't miss being up early, but I like just miss the dumb things that would happen. Like someone would be like reeking of alcohol. Yeah. And like one of them is like, how fast you plan on running this? Like, I don't know, probably, probably going to dog shit it a little bit probably like an eight minute mile nine minute and he's just like okay good like all right <laughs> keep up with you <laughs> don't lose me and he's yeah. like all right but so yeah for the new year we we are not big on resolutions but we're gonna participate a little bit we're gonna say some goals perhaps mm-hmm. um i don't think either of us uh have any like devastatingly bad habits right now but no i mean besides I mean, me besides like the sugar that i've been non-stop eating the last month that's different you know? <laughs> that's a the december calories count i won't be joining the oh c- you know christmas calories don't count that's bullshit you're gonna be fat yeah what happens in vegas does not stay in vegas it, however it stays on the hips <laughs> when you're <laughs> a moment of lips eternity on the hips <laughs> the uh make bad choices just deal with them later yeah, yeah. so what's, what's your goals um i would say that my first I'll do a 30, 90, then. Oh year. shit. That's a good idea. Okay. Um, so I want to do like get on a structured off season diet mm-hmm. immediately because I've been eating myself into a, uh, rock bottom that I want to escape from. You've been fighting. Yeah. You've been fighting against yourself like full time. Yeah. I, you, you tell me about like what you're eating and I see how hard you work out and you're like maintaining right now. Yeah. I'm like, but I've you gained, are, like 13 pounds. You are at war with yourself. I've gained 13 pounds since October 1st. So, you're, you know, you're, you're making it probably happen. not all good weight. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So pure muscle. Yeah. My, I guess within the 30 days from now, I want to be in a structured off season. I'm looking at a new coach I want to hire. I want to get the ball rolling on that. Mm-hmm. And also, I want to um, be more active on social media at least twice a week. For sure. So that's my goal for the first 30 days. 90-day goal, uh, start looking at houses for when we move in May. Uh, set a show, an intention to, for a show to compete in. Okay. And also uh, be like, have at least three in-person uh personal clients through five star okay which i only have i don't have any i only have online right now did that change recently or is it just no i've only had online oh, okay it's it's expensive oh, okay yeah okay what do you do yeah. um That's, oh and then year goal step on stage have the podcast be on video and um also be maintaining f- more than five personal clients nice that's my i think those goal. are all very reasonable yes those are all very reasonable all very achievable I think mm-hmm. the hardest one will be the client's one, but you know what you need to do. I do. You're right. Salespeople know what they need to do. That's, that's always the funniest thing. It's like, well, can you really account for those things? It's like, 
You can't, but you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyone who understands the term pipeline yes. will know that you will find a way. <laughs> they have an app for that. <laughs> they, they always do. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Okay, so 30 days. I'm supposed to be out of my apartment. I actually just submitted my, uh, I'm not renewing my lease. Nice. Move in to where our the new location is going to be where we set up the studio. Oh, yeah. So 30 days, I want to have that in full motion. Mm-hmm. I want to have everything ordered on its way, setting up for the studio. Hell, yeah. Within the 30 to 90-day range, we'll have this. The podcast will it'll still remain on the podcast services. If you don't like mm-hmm. looking at our ugly mugs, it's fine. Mm-hmm. You can stick with that, but we're going to be expanding yeah. YouTube. Okay, boomers. <laughs> right. Um, starting a second YouTube channel, which you guys will be informed about later on. Mm-hmm. Not important yet. At the 90-day mark, I want to have both of those completely on a schedule that is not making my life difficult. <laughs> so you're saying putting out videos in 90 days? Uh, so in 90 days, I, I want the videos out before then. But yeah. by 90 days, I like that. I'm say, I'm saying I'm willing to give forgive myself for fucking up mm-hmm. in between the 30 and 90 days. Like if I'm like having trouble with my process or getting things done, mm-hmm. or I'm still going to make sure that I, it always gets put out. But I'm giving myself a little bit of time to, like, figure it out. Mm -hmm. And then at the 90-day mark, it's like, I want it working. I want to have a record day, an edit day, an upload day, and all that stuff. Like, I want to have, like, a calendar. That's, like, like my goal. social media calendar. Yes, exactly. Like, Like, I want to have that structured out because, goddamn, I cannot trust myself. Um, And at one year, man, I don't plan out that far. Um, One year... Dude, I don't even know. I don't even know. I'm going to have to think about that. Maybe well, the next episode. I think that um, you have, you're closing in on your one-year goal right now from last goal. True. Is what is happening. Because I remember last time we did this, you're like, I want my, our, our end state was getting the studio, putting on video, mm-hmm. and being a product on video, which we're now culminating. We're finally culminating to that. So Exactly. I think that's why you're not like thinking of the next year because we're finally finishing this year. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's just so much happening yeah. right now that... Yeah. The next goal is not even a minute. Be less fat, <laughs> which actually is not doing too terrible at. By the way. We're about to go work out. <laughs> still, we're about to work out. Starting paleo after the New Year's. I am not starting it until New Year's because I am going to get drunk and eat bad food. And then we're going to roll into it. We're going to only be eating sweet potatoes, vegetables, root veggies. Root vegetables. Can I eat regular vegetables too? I don't know. I just wanted I to say root, root vegetables. vegetables. Root vegetables. Um, yeah, so it's going to be uh, basically, moral of the story, paleo. I'll talk about it more later. Basically just cutting out bread. Yeah. <laughs> Processed foods. Comes in a box, probably not going to be for me. toast corn syrup. Shit's great for you. Um, you can have mead though, right? Mead is paleo. I think beer, I heard, is, pa- beer I, is paleo. I know, I was just joking. I was going to say like shit. Yeah. The Viking strength. I mean, <laughs> it tastes bad. Have you ever had it? Uh yeah. It's like sour. It's like made of honey. I thought it sounded awesome. I was like, it's made of honey. Honey's sweet. It didn't work out for me. Yeah. But, I mean, if I get it out of like a Viking horn, I'll Yeah, do it. that could be fun. Yeah, so um, basically it's going to be cutting out wheat. I'm probably going to Google this afterwards and find out I can't drink beer mm-hmm. um, because it's like man-made and I'm only allowed to eat things that can kill the spear. And uh, it'll be fun. I, I'm planning on doing it for uh, about a month. I've done it before, mm-hmm. and uh, it's we'll, we'll, we'll let you know. I'm going to be trying to do it on like a cut. Stay tuned for updates, guys. I'm going to be running it as a cut, not as a... uh, Well, you said leading to like a lifestyle type of approach, huh? Well, what I want to do is bring down my weight a little bit 
like I have like a, a goal and I, it's been a, a weird moving target that I have to like come to terms with in my own head mm-hmm. because my, uh, my muscle mass is a lot higher than it was at the time of like my goal weight. Right. So like when I was in college, I was like, I weighed like 170 mm-hmm. and I want, I'm like, Oh, I want to be back at 170, but I'm a lot, yeah. you'd have to lose a lot. Of I'm weight. a lot bigger than I was yeah. in college. Not from like a, a fat perspective. Like, I like look at a picture of myself or lean body mass too from when I, yeah, I mean, like, that's what I mean. Like I have a lot more muscles. Cause I look at like picture of myself when I was like my leanest and it's like, my arms were skinny. I had like no core. It's like, mine's are probably denser too. I mean, probably, I don't actually, did your bones get much denser over? Yeah. The stronger you get, the more time you spend in the weight room, the denser your bones get. Okay, cool. Dense bones. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, so yeah, stuff like that. It's like, I like, it's funny. I'll like look in the mirror and it's like, I have like a curve, almost a curvature like my back because like my ass be mad fat mm-hmm. and then my core is built and then my back is actually tapered the way it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Then I look like a picture of when I was younger and it was like, boop, straight line. Flat. Because I didn't have those additional muscle groups stacked on top of each other. So it's like, in my mind, it's like, oh, you're just, you're heavier, so you're fatter. Mm-hmm. This is something you need to come to terms with, everybody, is that no, sometimes you're just a higher weight. So, and uh, I'll figure that out. I'm going to be getting a scan at some point at the early of the paleo, scan at the end, if I end up fatter, I'll let you guys know. If I end up skinnier, I'll let you guys know. And uh, I do believe that this is something that could be a lifestyle choice for someone. Yeah. Should that be so. And that's why it's going to be the first one. Cool. So um, like we had two questions. Actually, I'm going to hit your button. We haven't hit the button in a while. Yes. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. Didn't get to hit that for Tuesday. Ooh. So now Fresh button. So your questions are, yeah. should you eat first? If you work out first thing, so, wait, so is this like a morning time? Uh, I guess, should you eat before you work out if you work out first thing in the morning? Oh, depends. <laughs> yeah, it really as, depends. It's all, all questions. I'm a, I, I'm, a, I'm a puker. Yeah. Especially with cardio. Mm-hmm. I don't like a big meal before a workout. I would say like it depends on the person 100% because it's like some people will literally pass out from low blood sugar mm-hmm. if they don't eat something. Like, I've seen I'm, it happen. I'm the fasted cardio queen. Yeah. Some people are like, will throw up if they eat anything before. Um, I think some of that has to do with what the people are eating, though. So it's like, mm-hmm. and this actually, like, leads perfectly into our next question, which is how long before a workout should you eat? Okay, this is actually, I like this. These, yeah. do, these <laughs> do pair together really well. Yeah, so I think if you wake up, if your body is okay with it, and I've seen people... One, you can kind of get better at it over time, but I've seen people who are fine with this. They'll like get up at like 5.15 in the morning, roll out of bed, show up to my 6 a.m. workout, crush legs, completely fasted. Mm-hmm. Fine. You know, it's like you just did a whole leg day and you're, you know. Now, a leg no day fat. I probably couldn't do. Yeah. But a, a back, a light chest, or a cardio day, definitely. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people... I, I think I told a story before about how one time when mm-hmm. I first joined the army, they gave us all bananas because they didn't want us to pass out before a thing. And mm-hmm. it was like half the group puked because it's like a banana is too much. Like, yeah, it, it, it's a proximity thing. So it's like, well, we'll say like all, all things being different yeah. in a general median sense. As so say I'm in like, we'll say I'm two hours out from my workout. Yes. What would be a good thing to eat? So there's a 30 to 15 minute window. There's a one hour window and there's a two plus hour window. Okay. Okay. So we'll start at the two hour window. That's like a full meal. You can have like protein, carbs, fats, Mm -hmm. not like you still want to limit fats like 15, 10 grams or less because the more fats you have with that meal, the more it's going to just sit in your stomach. Mm -hmm. So you don't want zero fats 
two hours out because if you just have carbs, it's going to already be absorbed and burned by the time you get to the gym. So it's like, it's not really going to be any fuel for you to use. So it's like, that's where you want some of all three macros. Mm -hmm. If you're doing about an hour out, you want, and the book answer is 15 to 20 grams of protein. Uh, I think it's 25 to 40 grams of carbs. Okay. So no fats at that meal because that is just going to be getting into your system by the time you start working out. Okay. That's an hour. And then the last window is like 15 minutes out. Now this has to be liquid, simple carbs. So, or simple carbs. So like candy, Gatorade, uh, carbohydrate powder, something like that. Okay. And like, that's where they messed up. I'm assuming with the bananas, they like had them at the 15 minute window. Oh yeah. It was like right before it ran. So it's like you just hurl. And that's especially for like high volume running stuff. Like if you're like doing slow powerlifting movements, Mm -hmm. efficiency is really what you're caring about. So like if you eat like a solid before your 15 minutes before, you're just going to be like, congratulations. Like it's just going to take longer to work. Right. You're not so much at a risk of like, you know, causing like a catastrophic failure. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you're really moving, getting your heart rate up, and like you're going to get that lightheaded kind of thing going, like you want to be careful with that or you're going to yak. Yes, agreed. But should you eat first if you work out first thing in the morning? The answer is depends. Yeah. Do it and then see if it works out for you. (laughs) I think as far as like the new Army physical fitness test is concerned, um, I think that people who may have been all right with not eating before, it's not going to work on the next one because it's going to take longer and there's more volume of work to perform. Yeah, what I used to do is, uh, I didn't like doing gummy bears or anything because it was like, it's just a sugar. I I did a piece of toast with some honey on it usually. That'd be a good hour out type of thing. I would usually make it like rise I woke up and I would like eat it slowly on my way to Mm -hmm. go work out. One and thing that people mess good. up on is they'll have like a full-blown protein shake right before. Nope. That does not work. Nope. Not a good idea. That's a terrible idea. Yeah, that's going to make you throw up. Yeah. Done that. That's really the, the main concern. It's like the efficiency of your workout is one thing, but like let's just not throw up. So if uh, if you find yourself feeling like you're going to throw up, reduce to something smaller or more liquid. Yeah. If you're feeling that you're still feeling that way, is it a sugary beverage? Okay, let's kind of rotate something a little bit less heavy. Yeah. It's a, it's just, you know, it's, it's shooter's choice, but there's really no wrong answer as long as I, I mean, I know people that can crush like a whole meal and go like run five miles because yeah. they're weirdos. Cause they're like, like a police officer, <laughs> you know, that's yeah, exactly. They <laughs> they're in their car eating and then they got to go chase someone down. <laughs> exactly. I also know people who like, doesn't matter what they do, they're going to throw up. So they don't care. They're like, yeah. Oh, you don't know. I'm going to throw up. It's yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> Whatever makes you happy. Whatever works. Cool. Cool. Well, as always, thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe. Tell your friends about it. We love when you do that. You can find us at BNS underscore radio. You can find me on Instagram at Dimitri Sebastian. You can find me at W Kendall underscore MFT. Uh, See you on the next one, guys. Thank you.